Hey guys, so welcome back to Card Talk, our podcast for incoming freshmen. My name's Amanda. I did change up my background a little bit. I'm in my room now. Um, it's better lighting, but I'm here with Nick. What's up, uh, Nick? Hi, everybody. I'm I'm impressed. You walked a whole what 25 feet and you changed. I probably I gonna have to move soon. I don't know. How do you, you get don't the blood see the flowing? <laughs> Well, you don't want to see the rest of my house. This is the only area that I can control, and I don't have children running around. So we're probably going to leave it right there. So I'm excited. Today's episode is all about orientation. And we've had a lot of questions come in about orientation. What are we doing with orientation? Um, uh, How do you sign up? All those sorts of things. So we reached out to a very good friend of mine. Uh, her name is Rachel Florence Spatzel. She's the director of orientation. I'm going to see if I can get her on the line here in a second. But Rachel uh, is the director of orientation, and she's been really helpful. She's uh, working through all of this. Obviously, she. Oh, here she comes. Hi, Rachel. Hey, Rachel. Hello. How are you doing? I'm fantastic. How are you? Good, 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 good. We. Uh, so Amanda and I were just talking. We were just introducing and talking about how we were going to talk all things orientation. And, uh, you know, I got to ask, could you maybe just for our audience first, just introduce yourself, give us a little background about uh, you and and how you got to this position and and what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I graduated from SVSU uh, two times. My name is Rachel. I think I said that. Um, I'm the director of orientation. I graduated from SVSU um, as an undergrad, and then I finished my master's here as well. I started out in admissions, actually working with Nick. Uh, it was a really great place to start. I learned a lot about campus that even I didn't know as, as an alumni, um, but I really fell in love with uh, helping new students and the event planning side of it. And so an opportunity presented itself a few more than a few years ago to go over and um, help with orientation programs. And I was excited because I still got to work with the incoming students and their families, um, but I also have uh, a more of a hand in the transition and the moving people towards the degree-seeking student role as opposed to the re- being uh, recruited and admitted to the university. So it's a fun twist on admission. So quick question, how many orientation leaders are you working on hiring right now? I uh, always love this. This morning, uh, we will have 28 on the team this year. It's a little smaller because of the format changes, but um, we'll have 28 orientation leaders ready to meet all of the new Cardinals. Very cool. I'm jealous. That's my favorite part of the job is working with students. So you always have a good group of students. So, you know, you you talked already a little bit about the adjustments and Amanda and I have been talking over the last couple episodes about how the the pandemic is affecting admissions and SVSU in particular and and how we're staying safe. Can you talk a little bit about how, how things have impacted your job and what kind of changes we can expect for SOAR this year? Yeah, so um, as soon as they started announcing the closures and they started talking about K-12 being closed for the year, I was like, oh no, they're gonna take away my in-person events. And so um, as soon as those conversations started happening, I heard a lot of universities talk about going virtual and um, I wasn't 100% sold on a wholly virtual experience. So we have in response to COVID-19, um, we will be moving to a partial virtual experience. So we're calling it flight school, but it'll be an initial small group meeting with a 
couple advisors, a couple peer advisors, some senior orientation leaders, um, people who will be there to assist students in learning the registration software and everything um, to get students registered for their first year of classes in May, you know, about the time we would normally have expected them to be at SOAR. Uh, but having them have this opportunity to get that done in advance to have something, um, you know, in this time where we all just feel out of control, there's something I can give you that you can control. We can look at your schedule for next year. You can make adjustments. We can talk about your major and your plan, what time of day you like to take classes. So I'm very um, excited to be able to hand this tiny sliver of control back to the class of 2020 uh, so that you can you can have some say in what's happening in your life when so many of us can control very little about what's happening in our lives. Um, but I wasn't willing to go entirely online because of uh, just the value that I believe SOAR brings to students, um, having the in-person experience, being able to meet orientation leaders, other students who are incoming as I think one of the most critical parts, um, making those connections with other people who will be your peers. I came into SVSU um, as one of very few people from my high school um, at the time and I didn't know anybody. So orientation to me was finding a roommate, you know, getting my classes, some of those things that are just really hard to duplicate in a virtual experience. And um, so for those reasons, we did also keep the in-person experience in July and August. We just pushed it back to when they think they'll let us roam freely about our lives again. And, uh, and when it'll be safe for us to gather in larger groups. So um, in July and August, each flight school date has a paired SOAR date. So uh, if you come to flight school on May 14th, you'll be on campus on July 14th and it goes down from there. So the on-campus days will be shorter. We don't have uh, two hours of registration lab to handle in there anymore. Um, but I do, um, I do think it'll be valuable to keep the in-person experiences, things like getting involved on campus, having you see the places you'll be going, the, the tutoring centers, the uh, health and wellness facilities, the campus engagement things. We're doing a new financial literacy session this year. So there's a lot of things that um, we would prefer to keep in in person. So that's how we're formatting those two. It's kind of like taking what was originally SOAR and splitting it into two parts just because of the unique situation we all find ourselves in. Mm -hmm. And going on with that, I have a question for you, Rachel. Um, how um, is this keeping this true to SVSU? Like, how is it keeping the SVSU, I don't know, mentality with this orientation process? I think holding on to the in-person side of it is what is the most valuable thing that will show students who SVSU is. Obviously, our advisors will be thrilled to help students at the flight school dates, and we'll have people who they can connect with there. But once you step onto campus on a SOAR day and the orientation leaders are awkwardly excited and they're singing the fight song and you don't even know the fight song yet and it's, it's just a really great introduction to who SVSU is as a campus because people will come up to us in orientation and be like is it always this way I'm like well it's not we're a little more hyped than the average student like take it down a few notches but yes like people are really welcoming here they are really excited to be here they do really care about you um, so I think that holding on to those in-person experiences is what will help students see who SVSU is um, as a campus and give them a real introduction to not only who we are, but how they belong at Saginaw Valley. Very cool. I love that because, you know, being a, a two-time alum as well and working here for my entire adult life, 
uh, I say adult, not mature, because I'm still not mature. Um, but for my entire adult life, I, you know, I appreciate that because I was worried about that as well. You know, looking at all those things going on and, and to know that we're still going to offer that in-person exercise for students. They're still going to get to meet their classmates, meet me. I'll be there. Right. They're still going to see see those familiar faces. I think that's really good. Is there can you tell me, Is you know, I've had a lot of questions from parents, especially in students. Is there a reason that students should sign up as soon as possible right now? Yes. So because the dates are paired, the earlier you come to flight school and the earlier you come to soar, um, when you come to flight school is when you get your classes. So obviously, no matter what, you can be here on the very last day and we're going to get you a full class schedule that applies to your major. Like those are things are non-negotiable. I'm not going to let you walk out of orientation with the wrong classes. It's unacceptable. So, you know, you're going to get classes you need. Um, but the days and times that you want, um, if you're not a morning person, I've got a whole lot uh, better chance of avoiding the early morning classes or the late night classes or whatever the, you're trying to avoid. The earlier that you're here, it just gives you more flexibility in some of those areas. And so the sooner of those pairs you're signed up for, the earlier you register for classes and it just gives some more flexibility. Now, obviously still pick two dates that work for you. You know, don't don't skip anything critical. If you've got a family vacation planned in August and like don't change your vacation to come early, like it's okay. It's okay. Just, you know, as early as is convenient for both of those days to work, um, we recommend just because then that locks things in for you sooner. Very cool. And um, say I was like a new student, how would I sign up for an orientation date since all of this is going on with the COVID-19? Yep, so all of our orientation registration is online, so that thankfully hasn't had to be totally re redone. Um, but if you go to svsu.edu slash orientation and you click on first year students, we have a really great site that shows step-by-step -step directions. Um, but essentially you'll log into your MySVSU portal, um, you'll submit your orientation fee, and then you'll select a date. Now, I do wanna say one thing about the orientation fee. Typically it's $95 you have to pay before you can sign up. Obviously, we understand that COVID-19 has wreaked havoc on many families' financial situations. Even students who were working are sometimes not allowed to be working and we're planning on saving money for these fees and now they can't. So um, we are offering no questions asked deferments. We know what's going on with the whole country right now. So um, unfortunately, financial aid regulations can't cover the fee with financial aid dollars later, but we're not asking people um, to pay up front for that orientation fee before signing up anymore. You can just log in, bypass the payment step for now and select an orientation date. Or if you wanna get it out of the way and not have to worry about it in August, um, you can still submit that now, but we just wanted to remove one barrier um, for just whatever we could to make it a little bit easier on people. We know that it's a lot right now in a lot of different ways. Yeah, I think that's that's awesome. I think that's going to help a lot of students. And knowing that it's still going to be there in August is important and that the, we'll have to take care of it eventually. But if we can give students more time and more ways to, to try to make this reasonable, I think that shows a lot about what we do. Well, you know, I, I have one other question that uh, we didn't talk about earlier, but, you know, you mentioned something earlier about this financial literacy course. Could you, I, this totally, this is a surprise to me, and I think this is a great idea, uh, without giving away too many secrets, because I still think students want, need to come to orientation to see this, what, what are we talking about there? What, what, what's, what's that like? So our financial literacy session, we do usually an in-person activity to sort of introduce 
um, the concept of budgeting and some of those things. Some students are really great at this already, but the vast majority of us, and I know when I was an incoming freshman, I had no clue. So, you know, what does it mean to use the budget? What does it mean to make smart financial decisions? What's the difference, you know, in these different types of loans and what should I use it for? What shouldn't I use it for? And starting to just get students thinking about it. So there'll be an activity at orientation and we're in the process of also purchasing a software system that students can complete a more in-depth course later. Um, at their convenience whenever they want to. And I think we're going to try to do some prizes and incentivize the students who um, who complete it. But I think it it's another way, again, how we kind of show students who we are as an institution. Like, we want you to be able to go to the gym and use our health and fitness facilities. We want you to succeed academically, but we also really want you to be wise financially. We want you to graduate with a solid financial understanding and a, a savings account and something that you can um, be working towards. So um, so it's just one of those things that we're pretty excited about that's, um, we've done smaller things in the past, but we're continuing to expand that area. And I think it's a, it's a big service to our students. Awesome. Very cool. Well, we always, I don't know if you've seen, uh, uh, you've mentioned, you've seen a couple episodes, right, mm -hmm. of our podcast. We always like to have a good time and we have to have, we finish always with my I wonder what uh, graphic Amanda's going to add there. We'll, we'll find out <laughs> later. So here comes the irreverent question of the day. You've mentioned you're a two-time alum and you've worked at SVSU. You probably worked for a lot of people. I'm just wondering if you had to talk about who would be your favorite boss of all time? Favorite person, leader, maybe even someone <laughs> who's helped you along the way. And, and maybe what was that relationship like? Oh, Dan Strauss, for sure. <laughs> I have to say that because I worked for Nick. <laughs> and um, but He I like always rigs the question. He, he, he was a fantastic mentor to me. He is a good boss also. Um, I've been very fortunate to work for a lot of people who have been wonderful with Nick and Jen and then uh, Dan and most recently Gary. So I've been very, very fortunate to have a lot of great bosses here at SBSU. I just want to point out that all of those people uh, are former admissions folks as well, and have come including up, including including you, and you are a boss <laughs> in every sense of the way. Well, awesome. Well, Rachel, thank you for your time. We appreciate it. We will uh, we'll let you go here so you can get back to rounding up those children of yours. If you guys don't know out there, Rachel has twin boys who are what just six months old now. Six months. And a four-year-old. Why not? Yeah, and the four-year-old. <laughs> the four-year-old's the real wild card in, in quarantine. This morning, he was standing at the top of the stairs, and he's like, Mama, can we play? And I'm like, I got to work, buddy. He's like, again? I'm like, that's what I'm saying. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> nice. again. I feel that. That's <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Rachel, and we'll, we'll talk to you very soon. Thank you so much for having me. All right. Wash your hands. Always. Wash them. <laughs> awesome. All right, Amanda, you can see you can see why Rachel's one of my favorites. She's very passionate about working with students and uh, she's always always there really to kind of help out. And I think that's kind of the true nature. I loved your question about true to SVSU. Rachel really embodies that in uh, I saw that in her as a student and then when she worked for us in admissions and now to see her do that for students all around, I think it's a 
It's a great way. So I got to ask, did you learn anything there? Anything in particular that that called out to you? Uh, yeah, actually, that financial um, course thing, financial literacy. What is it? Literacy <laughs> course. Yeah, I think is that new. Yeah, that's brand new this year. I'm excited for that one. I wish they would have had that when I was a freshman because I am so foolish with my money. My dad would be on me to take that literacy course for sure. Awesome. Well, maybe we can still get you in it. You know, I've got some pull here. You've got some pull now. You know the president. So, hey, let's do this. We'll get you in there and get started. All right, Carol Baskin, I think it's about time we, we finished up. But before we go, I had a little surprise I worked up for you. You ready? What is it? Oh my God, <laughs> Nick Exotic. <laughs> Am I scaring you, Carol Baskin? Am I scaring you? No, nothing. All right. You can't scare me. <sighs> all right, all oh you. Oh my cool... God, that's so funny. All right, all you cool cats and kittens, go out there and wash your hands, especially if you pet your tigers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Amanda. Bye, Nick. Thank you.